It's time now to get the hell out of your life. A weekly broadcast with real people, sharing real struggles, and offering real hope. Today's show will encourage, inspire, and empower you to face life's challenges with a bold confidence and renewed hope. Now, let's join our host, Ron Myers, the promoter. Hello, my friends. It is so good to be with you today. Have you had a great week? Have you kept the hell out of your life? It's tough sometimes, isn't it? But to live the good life, to live the life that God has for you, you have to do everything you can to keep hell out of your life, the negative, and focus on the things that God has for you. Did you know that when God gives you a vision, that it will absolutely positively happen? If you want it to, if you want to go through the right steps and following God to your destiny, to your God-given vision, well, today, that's what I want to talk about. How many dreams have you put on hold? How many God-given dreams do you think are absolutely impossible? Well, they are impossible without God. So today, we're going to tell you my guest, Candy Anderson Ferris, who is a speaker, author, and writer, and an encourager, we're going to talk about How do we go from where we are to living the dreams that God has for each of us? Hi, Candy. So good to see you again today. Hey, how are you doing, Ron? Well, you're becoming a regular. Oh, it's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Right now, there are a lot of people out there with questions, but they're not getting the answers or maybe the right answers. You know, God has an answer for all of our questions. His word never changes. His word never changes. One of the things that, in putting together today's show, it's a song that we played years ago on the radio, and it really had an effect on me in the early days of my ministry, is by the Martins, Dream Big. Mm -hmm. And I really do believe that Christians sometimes just think they're on autopilot, that we have a sovereign God, and God's just going to connect all the dots. All we have to do is sit back and let him move us, but... We have to dream. We have to have visions. We have to move forward, don't we? It says in Scripture, in Him we live and move and have our being, so that we have part in that. We have to do the moving, and the, it's it's work like everything depends on you, but pray like everything depends on God. And so I, I do believe that we can become very stagnant in the visions that God has given us. And His his calling, his gifts and calling are irrevocable. What he puts inside of us will always be there. It's just um, our part to, as Scripture says, prepare the horse for the battle and the victory is the Lord's. So um, we have to do something. And if we're faithful over little, he will make us faithful over much. I love to tell people, Dream so big, set your goal so high for your business, for your ministry, for your relationships that you will fail without God's intervention. Right. And he gets all the glory then. That's right. He's not a pocket-sized God. But Because you and I, we can accomplish small-size goals. We can do that. We then take credit for it. Well, I did this and I did that. But if our goals and our ideas and our dreams are so big that only God can make them happen, then you're right. Not only do we become dependent on God, but then we become a promoter for God because of his goodness and mercy in his... Our testimony. Our testimony. I like that. It becomes our testimony. And there's always a test in the testimony. And so we 
we sometimes give up when it gets grueling or it gets hard and um, we don't we see the doors shut. We just quit. We quit. And we can't. We have to continue on because every season of our life, our calling looks different. Let me ask you, Candy, you've been around the block a few times. Uh, Have you ever wanted to just quit? Sure. I just sit on the back porch and and (laughs) put my feet up and quit. Yes. Why? Why didn't you? Um, because I can't, (laughs) he tells us we're never to quit. We're to persevere and continue on to the, to the end until he calls us home. And that's when we enter in and he says, well done, my good and faithful servant. Sometimes I wonder about doing these broadcasts, how long I'll do them. And I'm thinking, well, you know, maybe I had to slow down, but there's something in me. I just, I can't, I just can't. I feel that if God has called you and I and everybody out there listening, if God has called us to do something, then we need to do everything we can to complete that journey. Even if sometimes we think, well, maybe I don't need to do this, or maybe I can take the comfort area and just sit back and relax and drink some iced tea or lemonade on the back porch. But I think there are seasons for that. Are there? There are. There are seasons for growing. That back porch, I have learned a whole lot on my back porch. I've, I've prayed a lot. And, and it seems my calling in life is I, I believe God has called me to encourage and to build the body up, yeah. uh, to love on people and care for them. And so physically, maybe he slowed me down a little bit for a couple of years and I sat on the back porch. But during that time, my prayer prayer life grew, my time in scripture grew and prepared me for the next stage of what's going on. You never ever quit. You 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 do and you deal with where you're at and he will you, I, I'm telling you, he'll use it. There's a, a story about a, a lady who was confined to bed and she could do nothing. I mean, nothing except maybe receive phone calls. So she got a phone call one day and it was the wrong uh, number, but she continued to talk to the fella. And as she talked to him, he was going to commit suicide and God had had him call her and she talked to him and they begin she began to disciple him on the phone so we never know how we're going to be used or in what way but our calling is to listen to him and he places on our heart the gifts he has given us to use does that make sense it does and i think about taking care of my father in the nursing home a few years ago and i got to meet a lot of individuals that started a ministry because they had a loved one in a nursing home and the loved one passed, but they saw the joy that their smile, their love could give another patient. So they started, they continually went up there in little things like that. Sometimes what God wants us to do, it isn't big. We may never read about it in the paper and may never make the news, but it's front headlines with God. It's I mean, huge in his economy. Huge, huge in his in, economy. It is. So if somebody said, Candy, I'm just bored with life. I'm not having any fun. I've done all the things I've wanted to do and I do crossword puzzles every day. I'm just bored. Any suggestions for that person? Get in the word. <laughs> it's a living word. And, and, And I believe every experience that we go through, 
if we ask God to show him self in those experiences, life becomes exciting again. There are going to be dry times. There just there there just are. There are. There are yeah. deserts, but that's a time that we need to ramp up our um, time in Scripture, our belief in the in the facts of Scripture, not the feeling of Scripture, um, not the feeling of of um, euphoria or all of that, because it's in the dry times in the valleys that we really, really, really connect um, with. Am I going to stick this out? I'm going to stick it out. Yeah. And we've got to stick it out because um, we can keep, there's a scripture that says, quit circling this mountain and head north. We can circle and circle and circle about what am I supposed to be doing? What Instead of putting one foot forward and heading north, we plow the row that we were made to plow. And that comes in different ways for me, encouraging, write a letter to somebody. Pray for them. Call them. When God puts someone on your heart, do it. You get to see the excitement of what that little one piece of obedience, and that's what it all comes down to. That's really that's that's a good way to put it. It really does come down to that one word, obedience. It's like we're all just one divine thought away from excitement in our life. You know, if we turn over our day to God and say, God, inspire me with what to do today. Give me an idea. Well, we may be mowing. We may be at the gym. we be walking. We may be reading the Bible. And all of a sudden it's happened to me. We get this incredible idea. It's a God idea. It's a God idea. And all of a sudden we get excited and we, you know, we start smiling and say, this is what I'm going to do. One of my really hard times was is in in my family years ago, I was um, probably the, the serious person in my family. And, and, you know, my family is not serious. My late <laughs> husband was crazy and happy and all of this. A and practical joker. joker. It was always something. So years ago, I wrote this search my heart. Oh, oh, Lord, make my heart and hands an instrument of your will. Take all of this craziness in my life and use it to preach for your glory. Amen. And so, and I, and I wrote that, that I could write these things and that I could speak them and use the, the examples of everyday life to show God in everything that that'll preach moments and uh, radio for 15 years. And, you know, writing, Books. writing in the paper for, for, longer than 15 years and books and and just getting to speak at different places it just all of a sudden opened up because i was willing to take maybe where i was not comfortable and see the glory in it and the good in it and the joy in it and where he placed me and let him use me amen in the middle of maybe you are in the middle of a mess right now well you know, who better to know how to pray for somebody in the same mess yeah, you can do that, and maybe you're the um, answer. Like you said in a nursing home, there's people that need people to come alongside them and love on them. Use that wherever you're at. You've got a circumstance that God will will turn in to use for His glory. Listeners, it's time for a break, and we will continue our conversation about chasing God-given dreams and never quitting when we return. Do you wonder about your future? Are the challenges of life becoming overwhelming? The challenges of life affect us all. And God wants you to know He loves you and wants to help you. God is for you and not against you. 
In fact, God loves you so much that He sent His Son Jesus into this world just for you. As you learn to depend upon Jesus as your personal trainer, you'll have access to His infinite wisdom, power, and strength. And by hearing and reading His Word, God will show you the answers to all your problems. And soon, you'll begin to see a greater measure of success in every area of your life. Never forget that when you invited Jesus into your heart, your past was erased, setting you free to discover your destiny, your purpose in life. You are destined for success. So be determined today to enjoy success by God. If you're gonna dream, dream big. It's the Lord's desire for you to dream big in everything you say and do. Welcome back, listeners. In the studios with me today is my good friend, Candy Anderson-Ferris. And Candy, today we're talking about visions becoming reality, dreams. And sometimes, if we're not careful, we can kind of get complacent in life. You know, we've, we're comfortable. Hey, we've worked hard. We've got a nice little 401k and I can retire and take it easy, but doesn't Believers it? never retire. Believers never, never retire. retire. We always have a job to do and always, um, my prayer is this, is the older I get, Lord, please don't let me ever forget scripture. Let me, if, if I'm going to lose everything else, let me, let me remember scripture and be able to, when somebody comes in the room, be able to share that scripture to lift them up and build them up. Otherwise, everything else can go. I mean, I would love for everything to say uh, cognizant and aware and all that. But if it doesn't, then Lord, use what I've got for for where where I'm at. So, And sometimes we've all heard that expression, Candy, stop and smell the roses. Absolutely. Quit looking forward to tomorrow. Just start looking forward to today. You live in the present. When we take advantage of the moment we have right now today. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Absolutely. Uh, I love the story of a, um, I think it was UPS guy, who, whoever has the brown truck. Is yeah, it UPS? UPS. UPS. Well, he was driving to work one morning and, and uh, he saw a, an, a car go into a lake and he rushed to that uh, car and pulled out an elderly gentleman. And they were trying to make him a hero on the news and everything like that. And he just said, that was my calling for today. And ever since I heard that story, that's been my prayer, Lord, show me what my calling is for today. That'd be a good challenge right now for the people listening is set a challenge each day. Maybe it's just to smile, to hold a door open for someone, to do a favor for someone or just encourage someone. Everybody needs encouragement. When you do those kind acts and you do the good things, it becomes addictive because all of a sudden people... When they say, well, thank you, I needed that. You didn't do it for the thanks. You just did it because you wanted to do it. Makes you even want to do it more. More. Well, that's the more. thing. Just just think about practicing. The Olympic trials are on right now. Those people didn't get to that point without practicing. And it's the same way in our faith. We have to practice our faith. And we have to um, continue, as, as we said before, walk in obedience, know what God says, and then follow in his steps and follow his example. I like that. I like that advice. Um, failures, none of us like to fail. None of us like to have setbacks. 
but that's how we grow to where God needs us to be. It's to through those failures. And that's what I love about Scripture is all through Scripture, it is not a group of men and women who are always um, the best. There, there are a bunch of mess ups on there. I mean, you look at David, you look at Peter, you look at um, so many in Scripture. They're real people who fail but yet God takes that failure and grows him. Look at Peter. He became one of the greatest um, preachers and, and, and builders of church. Upon this rock, I will build my church. But he failed. But God didn't give. He'll never give up on us. God uses all people of all shapes and sizes. Right. And, and we're never going to be that perfect person. So why do we keep trying to be perfect. Just be ourselves and go out and do the right thing, and God will take care of the rest. You can't look on social media and try to be somebody else. If you try to be somebody else, then then God, the place God has for you is being vacated. You have to do what God called you to do, not what another person is called to do. The, the toe, the hand, the foot, it all works together and fits together, and it's very important that we don't try to be something else. And he takes, my thing is, he takes the foolish things to confound the wise, and, and I'm pretty foolish sometimes, and he takes the weak things. When we admit our weakness and give it to him, it becomes a strength because he's strong in us. The Holy Spirit moves moves in us to strengthen, to teach, to guide, and to convict us. It's not of ourselves that anything good happens. We will never find our God-given destiny on our own. Only God can give it to only us. Only He draws us and only He gives it to us. And so, so I tell people, why, why waste any more time? Why not pursue God with all your heart, mind, and soul today and understand really what you were created for. What is that one assignment? I like, uh, remember that show touched by an angel. Right. (laughs) Right. And I tell people, you've got an assignment that God wants you to complete before you leave this world. I can't tell you what your assignment is, but God can tell you what that assignment is. Right. So many times we go trying to change things. The only person that we can change is ourselves. And God is going to use you because you were perfectly made in his image for such a time as this, for his goodwill and his good pleasure. So I I think that we get guilty and we stop or we get um, thinking we're not good enough or we can't look. It's not about you. It's about God. My thing is I keep a little donkey that sits where I can see it all the time. I wake up and I see that donkey. And it means if God can speak through a donkey, (laughs) he can speak through you. And that's what I believe. There's nothing about me that's any good. Amen. Um, It's only Christ in us. And he promises he will never leave us and he will never forsake us. And he will always use every fragment this is a scripture that he gave me in John 6, you know, after he feeds the 5,000. Um, he tells the disciples to go pick up every fragment that none be lost. Sometimes you feel like your world is shattered and it's just in fragments. Will you pick up those fragments and you give them to the Lord and nothing will be lost. He'll use every single part of everything you've gone through for his honor, for his glory, and for others. You, We comfort with the comfort by which we've been comforted. And in that becomes a purpose and a calling and a plan. What Jesus said, you know, come to me, all you that are weary and tired, and he came to give us an abundant life. That's true. 
It's true. He did. He what Jesus said is and true. And it came that our joy joy might be full. Joy, yes, exactly. So if we start believing what God says has truth, if we start believing this, it changes our thinking. And when we change our thinking, it changes the circumstances in our life because when we can say confidently, God knows my troubles, He knows my sorrows, and He is with me while I go through this. That's what we have Better. to know scripture. That's what you have <laughs> you to. You have to hang on to it. My family right now um, is reading through First John for every day of the month. And it's really, it's really kind of cool because um, those things are popping up in our lives and we're using them. And in, in the first part of First John, um, he says, John says, handle me. We, these are the things that we have handled. And Christ, in his, when he came back after the resurrection, he says, handle me. And that's what we need to do. We have to handle the word of God and it will never fail. He just doesn't fail. Like you said, his reputation is solid so we can handle him and know that he will provide our needs according to his riches and glory, that he will. um, he's given us every promise that we need to live this life. So if he's done that, then let's live like it. Let's live like it. Yeah. Don't worry about all the things that are going on out there, friends. God sees, he knows what's going on. He sees this world. He, he created it. He created he it. He from the beginning and he wins. But he also created you and I to be a part of the solution. Today. Today. And mm-hmm. not uh, one that sit back and points fingers at people. Don't point fingers. No, let's go out there and be busy and do what God has called each of us to do. And guess what? We start making a difference first in our family, then our community, our church, and it, it spreads. Jesus is a part of us. And if if you are a believer, you're going to look and act different. And every place you go, right. whether it's in your your um, business or if you're a teacher or, or um, a parent or whatever, Jesus is going to be in the fabric of who you are. And we shouldn't just say, oh, let somebody else handle politics or let somebody else be on the radio or let somebody else. That That's how I, I got to write in the paper was. We just said there should be more um, things about good news of Christ, the good news of the gospel. And man, God opened the door for that because you have to step up and be who you are in Christ wherever you are. You don't leave him at home when you go in the workplace. You don't leave him home at the marketplace. You don't leave him at home in politics. He is a part of the fabric of who we are. And like you said, we can't. We, we can't go out and change the whole world, but we can change first ourselves and then our home, and then it moves out from there. Yeah. I look at the legacy that, that we leave in our children, and and, and um, I, my prayer has always been that my children stand on my shoulders spiritually. Well, always so good. I can't believe time flies when you come by so fast that we're out of time. Um, one thing, yes. quick prayer for our listeners, please. Okay. Father, I just thank you for um, each person that is listening and has their ear tuned to this, because God, you called us to be together today for such a time as this. If someone's hurting, if they're stumped, if they're just stopped, if they're feeling guilty, Lord, just move in their hearts to know that you see where they're at, and um, Lord, just fan into flames the the, the um, 
gifts that are within us and help us never to stop moving forward. Help us to repent of the things that we don't have right and turn, Lord, change and move towards you and stay in your word and and just love you and love others as your command says. We thank you, Father, for today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, Candy, thanks again for stopping by. Listeners, when I return, my Discover Your Destiny segment and some Bible trivia. We all need encouragement. Encouragement does one of two things. It either frees us from the trouble we fear or it gives us the strength and courage to meet the trouble when it comes. If you would like to receive a weekly text message of encouragement, simply text the word INSPIRE to 51660. That's INSPIRE to 51660. Our messages will encourage, inspire, and empower you on your journey through life. Life is tough. Be encouraged. Discover your destiny with Ron Myers. I read this today in a devotional that I really think will speak to you. Here it goes. The vision that God gives is not some unattainable castle in the sky, but a vision of what God wants you to be down here. Allow the potter to put you on his wheel and whirl you around as he desires. Then as surely as God is God and you are you, you will turn out as an exact likeness of the vision. But don't lose heart in the process. If you have ever had a vision from God, you may try as you will to be satisfied on a lower level, but God will never allow it. That was pretty good, wasn't it? Well, here's a Bible trivia question for you. Who disguises himself as an angel of light? The answer when I return. Ron will be back in a moment to wrap up today's conversation. Did you know what Ron did before he discovered his destiny? He was a promoter of secular entertainment, and by his own admission, he promoted anything he could make a buck at. At the pinnacle of his success, he walked away from it all so he could follow Jesus and discover his God-given destiny. That was over 20 years ago, and he has never looked back. Today, he's an inspirational speaker on a mission to empower individuals just like you to discover their God-given destiny. Ron put his story in a novel entitled The Promoter, and he wants to give you a copy. My story is proof positive that God's plan for you and I is greater than all of our mistakes. Here's what a few readers have said. I could not put it down. I cried, giggled, gasped, and laughed out loud. Ron has written a novel and self-help book all in one. The best book I've read in a long time. This book is a message of hope. To request your free copy of Ron's novel, The Promoter, visit our website at thepromoter.org and go to the contact page. Now, back to Ron. The Bible trivia question, who disguises himself as an angel of light? It is Satan. Be careful, he's out there to steal, kill, and destroy your destiny. Friends, this week, pray for God to give you that God-given vision and dream and never, never quit. Today's show was produced by Ron Myers Ministries, a listener-supported ministry. For a copy of today's broadcast, please visit our website, thepromoter.org. 
And would you prayerfully consider making a tax-deductible donation so that we may continue to share stories of God's amazing grace with the world? And join us next week for another broadcast of Get the Hell Out of Your Life. Real people sharing real struggles and offering real hope.